Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Karista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Karista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We are always so glad to have you join us, and so thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay! (laughs) And for those of you watching this on YouTube, that's Webster. He's going to hang out with us today. This is my little puppy who I love. Hopefully we don't cut him out on the edits. (laughs) (laughs) He may start barking if anyone comes home right now. (laughs) So today we wanted to bring up the topic of conscious consumption and what that means and how we can create more awareness around the things that we bring into our life on a daily basis. Mm, Tell me more about it. What is it? So I know that you and I both like Google search just because that's what we do just to kind of see where or what pops up and what it pertained to as far as the Google search was more about like economics and uh, consumerism. But here I'm actually bringing this topic to the table in regards to what we put into our body on a regular basis. So more of a individual basis. Does that affect the, the greater whole for, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It can. Um, but for today we are, you know, I wanted to bring up media and food and the different ways we are taking in energy and how we can become more conscious when we do so. Ooh, yeah. I get into this conversation with quite a few people. Um, you know, I know that when I started, my journey into, I mean, we'll throw it into spirituality, right? Um, I really took a step back from watching the news or, you know, looking at a lot of negative material because I was more focused on, on myself and, and trying to like work with the negative thoughts that I was already, that were so embedded in my brain to continue to think, right? Which changes the the way your body performs and everything. We've talked about that. So like, I know I took a step back. Now I want to say something about that because there's a lot of times where, you know, it's misrepresented as you don't stay informed. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten that comment a few times. Well, you don't watch the news, so you don't really know what's going on in the world. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I know what's going on doing things a little differently than just opening the deluge of all the 
negative headlines. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Agreed. Agreed. What are some of the ways that you, you know, try to like pull back on the consumption of all that is? Yeah. I mean, I definitely take a regular break probably uh, every few weeks from reading news articles. And sometimes I'll just see the headlines and that's enough. And so that keeps me informed without actually having to read all the, you know, gory details or, you know, get pulled into a certain type of rhetoric that may be more negatively geared. And, you know, one of the things that I definitely do on a, you know, continuous basis is to stay aware of my own energy. So when I'm feeling low, the last thing I want to do is go open and read about, you know, wars and famine and pain and agony. And so that's when I take my break and I just focus on me and, and boosting my energy, connecting with nature and, you know, maybe, uh, even zoning out a little bit, just watching fun fictional TV. Yeah. Oh, the fun fictional TV binges are amazing. (laughs) It's either that or like HGTV. That's become like my nightly. It literally only goes from HGTV to like full on sci-fi. So, but even then, you know, even on that fun fictional TV, there are times where if I do that too much, I actually start to feel uh, gluttonous and I don't, have a better word for that, maybe sloth like, but really just like I just feel like I've had a really heavy meal and I'm just dragging. And so when I get to that point, I'll actually get up and try to do something creative or you know, read or maybe go out into the garden, sit by the pool, uh, disconnect from that medium. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Just taking a break from like all the tech that mm-hmm. you're surrounding yourself with. Absolutely. Because that's the, the electricity is still energy that is affecting our bodies and, and our mental state too. Yeah. I know that when we were doing some research on, you know, this topic, there was this one thing that kind of came up about, um, a trend along the lines of conscious consumption and that this trend is really kind of like leading to more eco-friendly products. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool to read that. And I was like, Ooh, let's get this conscious consumption trend going. Then I like that. Yes. Yes. And, and so in regards to food, you know, what we eat, we can, th- this is a big, big topic, right? It can yeah. be, it can go, it can spider into a whole bunch of different, um, subtopics yeah. and, just overall in the individual form of conscious consumption, food related, you know, we, we as a society have a tendency to do so eating food, uh, unconsciously, whether that's having distractions, watching TV, you know, watching sports balls and, uh, you know, just not being in tune with the act of, here is my food, like, um, being involved with it. Mm. Okay. So one of the, uh, one of the things that sometimes I practice, I'm not saying I do this all the time, but taking a moment when I sit down to eat, taking consideration for where did this food come from? 
what journey did it experience to get to my plate? And thank you, food, for taking that journey and now nourishing me as I take you in, as I consume you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Yeah. So, which is kind of taking us back to the, um, the study done when you talk to water and, or like play music or, you know, Mm -hmm. give it positive thoughts or whatever. Cause you know, even if you don't say it out loud, it's still carrying, um, mm-hmm. I, I do like that because I do feel like sometimes the food will treat your body better. Absolutely. You're, you're transmuting it's negative inner or any negative, um, uh, experiences that it may have had. So whether it was a cow from a, you know, large processing plant or, you yeah. know, carrots from, a a ranch, you know, or a farm or whatever, you're still like, it, it, it had some trauma at some point pulled out of the ground or whatever. And so by, by expressing that gratitude and taking a moment to just appreciate it, you are not only adjusting the, the energetics of the food, but also adjusting your own energetics to receive too. Mm, And how you're processing it. Yeah. At least that's that's what I believe. And that's what I practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think there's been some studies done on, on your thoughts affecting, you know, the eco environment in your body and how Absolutely. it digests Absolutely. food. Yeah. And, and even on the external, like we've seen those experiments where you have two different plants and you talk nicely to one and talk mean to another. And mm, so you yeah. are affecting the energetics of that plant life. Don't talk so mean why to not? Plants. so why why not uh extend that to the food that we're consuming and the water yeah I I like the idea and and just from like you know previous channels like seeing uh things from a perspective of of different elements on our planet um or it being a being the food itself right so like the carrot it's a being or Mm. you know the leaf or the blade of grass and and seeing it from that perspective or experiencing it from that perspective, you know, do unto others as you've done for yourself and say, thank you. Sorry for eating you. Um, <laughs> but I, you well, know, one would argue that, you know, everything knows its purpose. That's very true. Well, no, I, I argue that because we oh. don't always either. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, no, we're, we're chilling with that part here. This <laughs> human experience, we're still working on those things, right? Contradicting myself. <laughs> <laughs> so another uh, fascinating, um, avenue of this conscious consumption is when we get cravings too. Mm. So cravings can indicate certain deficiencies of vitamins or minerals in our body. Not saying that we should go out and eat what we're craving, but look deeper into it. So for example, if you're uh, craving high sugar foods, then it's possible or, you know, chocolate, it's possible that you might be a little bit low on magnesium, for example. And another way to address that deficiency is to have like a handful of nuts. And you can also have a little dark chocolate in there too, just to satiate that, you know, additional craving. And so that's going to, to help your body more than say a Kit Kat bar. Yeah. I will say this though, just to, just to play, uh, play devil's advocate with you with that, with that thought process. There are times 
in, I would say in, in, a in a smaller quantity versus the gorging. Right. But there are times where I have a craving and per se, it's like a coffee flavored Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Yeah. That's my thing. That's my jam. And I feel like a million bucks after I have a couple of spoons of that, you know, but it's like, um, it's, it's assisting me with my mood, right? Mm -hmm, It's like, mm -hmm. "Mm." it's a comfort food. It's a comfort food. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand where, like, where you want to kind of dive into like that moment. Right. And you just have a a few tastes of it or. And, and that is a little, yeah, that can be consciously consuming that ice cream. Absolutely. It's not saying that you can't, you know, support some of the cravings. It's just picking and choosing consciously, knowing the side effects that it may have on your body and considering how you want to feel in the near future. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Cause you could, you could like have a conscious moment of, oh, I want that beverage that's got alcohol in it, but then you have too much of it. And then the next morning you're feeling terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe we, that wasn't so conscious. We didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, finally, like one other way uh, that we can think about conscious consumption is as a society, how we regulate our serving sizes and how we provide for those that are underserved and have less access to these types of foods. So this is another form of conscious consumption because when we go to the restaurant and we're ordering, you know, three entrees and an appetizer and a salad and a dessert for two people, you're going to have some leftovers and what a waste to have to throw that away rather than, you know, maybe as an alternative, you, you take that home with you. You can have it again later or giving it to somebody that's a homeless person on the side of the street. I mean, that's, that's another conscious action that you can take with what you're consuming. Yeah. And they actually have, um, foundations out Mm -hmm. there that, um, support picking up, uh, you know, food that wasn't fully used for the day from restaurants, Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, those that are, uh, and they, and they support that to like different communities and Mm -hmm. deliver those to different communities. Um, I've always loved that. Um, I know of one here locally in Austin, I'm going to link that down below. Um, you know, so if, you know, you guys are local and you want to participate in that or donate in any way, uh, please feel free to do so, because I think it's important that we all understand the connection between each of us and how we are here to really help support one another um, Mm -hmm. and build upon the community and the environment that we're in. And by doing that, it's an extension of you, which means you can take a part in, in those things Mm -hmm. uh, consciously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I think too, another way that you can become more conscious about your food that you're taking in is starting a garden. Yeah, because then you're truly like learning about its growth from seed to harvest to being on your plate. And there's so many opportunities. And, you know, this is something that I'm leaning into right now. Um, there, there's just so many opportunities to prepare 
the dirt and love through like putting love towards the soil and everything that you're doing from building the garden bed on towards planting the seeds. And I think that's just a really cool way to become more aware of and, and grateful for where our food comes from. And what a beautiful grounding experience too. Oh yeah. I mean, we get it. It's hot where we are. So we understand. It's it's like you're, you're giving back to the food and the food is in return giving back to you. So it's this like symbiotic cycle of like growth and giving. It's really, really cool. And you know, what I just remembered is, um, Heather from prep to your door. We did an Mm -hmm. interview with her a couple months back in May, and she had some really great insight on to conscious consumption through the community and supporting mother earth and our bellies with good whole organic food. So we'll link that below as well. You should check that out. She has a great site and a great product for the central Texas area, which I believe was planning on being expanded to more areas within Texas. Yeah. What a beautiful conversation too. Very enlightening. Mm-hmm. Lots of aha moments. <laughs> we recommend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, my belly is growling. So right? We're going to go take care of that little need. And we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Please don't forget to like and subscribe so that content keeps coming straight to you. And we hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And don't forget to love first, love last, and love always. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. Hey, listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.